Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien holiday romance by Zara Xenia. Uh, I know Thanksgiving's a little different this year. You may not be spending it with your family or your loved ones, so why not spend it with us in a big, hulking, sexy blue alien? My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, Shane. And this week, we're reading Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien holiday romance by Zara Xenia. What a name. Rolls right off the tongue. Uh, it's Thanksgiving time, folks. One of these days this week, probably, depending on when Ganesh edits this. Uh, so we're celebrating the season, the reason for the season, uh, aliens. <laughs> Ganesh, how, how you feeling mm-hmm. about this book? Well, I'm digging the cover. It looks like Dr. Manhattan fooling around with a turkey. He's got some tribal tattoos. Well, I don't know about fooling around. I mean, he's looks like, well, he does have his, he does, he does seem to have a hand up the, the, the bottom. He's handling it. He got a hand in the butt of the turkey and it looks like he's using a fork to do something to it with no knife. What is that? It's, it looks like he's got a little maraschino cherry on top of this turkey. These aliens do it different. Well, one of his fingers might be a knife. That's true. You could have like an Edward Scissorhands situation going on. Which finger would you pick to be your knife? My middle finger. Ooh. <laughs> Nasty. It adds a little kick when you flip them the bird. It's the longest one. It makes a lot of sense, actually. Not mine. Mine's the shortest. <laughs> I'd go thumbs. Thumbs? <laughs> I got knife thumbs. You can't pick mm-hmm. anything up. I keep my human thumbs so I could still strum the guitar. No need to pick anything up if you can just cut everything else down. That's true. Life's a highway. Yeah, these other books, uh, just we don't usually get into the specifics of the, the Amazon page, but it, there's a lot of recommended books kind of in the same vein of holiday-themed alien erotica. So if you're interested in this, there's more where that came from. I was shocked to find out this wasn't even the only alien Thanksgiving book out there. There's another one that I almost wish we read called An Alien Prince for Thanksgiving, which... Royalty sounds like a step up from this. This is just alien for Thanksgiving. That reminds me of the the prince from Animorphs, the Andalite. What's his name? I forget his name. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, before we get into Shane knows, the I don't. Yeah, you do. I, I don't know his name. I forgot. Oh, I think okay. it was like. Um, you guys take this to your Animorphs podcast, all right? No, I think it was like Bighorn. <laughs> well, I, even I think that doesn't sound right. No, like the Battle of. Oh, Bighorn. <laughs> Bighorn is in the Battle of Little. Uh, well, okay. That's we'll save that for we'll, we'll table that for now. Um, before we get into the synopsis of this book, let me tell you what we do on this Godforsaken podcast. What we do is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read, read, we read, we read the first page, the twenty-five percent mark, fifty percent mark, seventy-five percent mark, and the last page of the book. Five pages of a book, and then at the end. We decide that we don't want to do that anymore and change the podcast. And that's what we're doing, folks. We're changing the podcast. If you didn't listen to last week's episode or uh, our, our recent Patreon, we have a bit of an announcement. 
housekeeping, as Ganesh likes to call it. We're retiring. We're retiring and then immediately coming out of retirement like Jay-Z and going on a reunion tour the next week as a new podcast. We are rising like a phoenix from the ashes. Amazon Book Club will be dead and gone come January 1st. And this podcast will now be known as Let's Let's Stop Stop There. There. Ganesh, I think we have a sound effect for that. Can we get that piped in? Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that's the latest and greatest. You won't have to re- you won't have to uh, you know resubscribe or anything. It'll just change in your your podcast app of choice. But yeah, keep an eye out. Amazon Book Club is dead, and we are about to rise to new heights or similar heights. Uh, is that it? Is that all we had to talk about here at the top, Ganesh? Yeah, you know, I've been actually thinking a lot about that one Jay Z album, the Black Album. The whole album is just like uh, an homage to him retiring. And it's a, it's the most work that anyone has ever put into, I think, like announcing their retirement and to just go back to work right after that. Should we do the equivalent? Should we have like a big celebratory last episode where we pat ourselves on the back for a job well done and we say goodbye to a great fanfare and then we just come back the next week with another episode? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it worked for him just because he was obviously he's like the best. So I don't think we're there yet. If we were like, uh, we are the best. Oh, Okay. We are the best podcast about reading five random pages of a free ebook. Are you sure? Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's we're up there for sure. Yeah, we're one of the top five. All right. I don't even know what's changing about the podcast. Do we even know yet? It's, it remains to be seen, other than the logo and the the color scheme, <laughs> the branding. I'm getting swapped out. Shane's leaving, and we're bringing in a ringer. They're sending me down to the uh, G League. Yeah, Shane's got to work on his fundamentals. Uh, we're going to bring up somebody straight out of college. And they're looking fresh. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> well, Ganesh, uh, and the Ganesh and me are going to just keep on trucking. Uh, just, no, Shane will be here, presumably. And yeah, I think we're just going to... What does that mean? We're just going to expand our <laughs> options, right? I think right now... My agent is still working with the, the lawyers. Shane's agent's a real pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, it's me. It's, it's Ganesh. <laughs> you can imagine working it's with him. It's kind of a conflict of interest. It's sickening to me. Uh, he's also my agent. And my dad. Uh, but anyway, I, th- I think what's going to happen here, you've noticed over the months, weeks, years, we kind of don't even really read free ebooks all the time. We read non-free books. We I read, paid for this one. This one costs Ganesh money out of his, his actual pocket. We also like to experiment with choose your own adventures, short stories. There's a lot of options opening here. And frankly, Amazon, we're better than you now. We're leaving Bezos behind. And I feel good about it. All right, Ganesh, do you want to talk about this book? Yep, this is... <laughs> I'm too excited. Sure. Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was expecting a little bit more fanfare. Uh, that's up to you, buddy. Bring in the horns. Oh, there they are now. I hear them. Oh, my God. The crowd is going wild. This is rude. This is like when you cheer at a golf match. you got to be quiet. Ganesh needs his concentration. Shh, 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 shh. All right. Someone, down, someone's got a beach ball. Popping it around. Somebody got a beach ball in the field. I'll be right back. I'm gonna throw it back into the crowd. Oh, they love it. They were really impressed with my throw. This is Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien holiday romance by Zara Zania. What could be worse than your ex coming to Thanksgiving dinner? Well, finding out your date is from another planet. That doesn't sound so bad. You mean New Jersey? <laughs> they don't pump their own gas there. Kelly's middling mother is overstepped again, inviting her ex. The man who cheated on her and committed other unforgivable relationship sins to Thanksgiving dinner. Damn, a shitty mom. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. 
What's the other stuff to who cheated on her and then committed other unforgivable sins? Gave her the clap. I regret asking that question. It's going to move right along. It's just reality, baby. Hit you like a pile of bricks. Fuming, Kelly speaks before she thinks it through and promises to bring along her new boyfriend. The only problem is she doesn't have one. Oh, dang. Well, I think I'll head down to the secret government facility and see who's hanging around. Instead, she asks one of her regular customers, Carlisle, the handsome British exchange student, <laughs> to pretend to be her boyfriend for that awkward event. Yeah. Okay. He gladly agrees. And when the two spend time together, Kelly soon realizes the attraction between them is very real, which should make the family dinner far easier than if they had to pretend. Carlisle's so hot. I like how his skin is blue. That must be a British thing. <laughs> it's all the fog. You from across the pond? All the fog. We didn't get a lot of sun over there. But what she doesn't know could make an already uncomfortable Thanksgiving feast go completely off the rails. Carlisle is from another planet. Oh, well, come on. You kidding me with this? Do you guys? All right. Big question first. Aliens? Yes or no? Oh, yeah. You mean like in the universe or on Earth? Earth right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was going to say no. Yeah, there are. All right. Good. Ganesh. Let's hear it. I mean, I'm open to it on (laughs) Earth. I'm open to it. I'm glad you're open I'm, to I'm it. I'm open to it. Would you, you have know? them over for Thanksgiving? I think so. I think so. I'd like to share our culture? Well, I don't really have a Thanksgiving culture. We just, we do the same thing. Yeah, hi, Indians. You guys met up with the pilgrims and started this whole damn thing. Yeah, and then we had a whole mess of chicken tikka masala together. <laughs> Shane, what do you think? About what? <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> About chicken tikka masala, dude. And, and, and or chicken tikka masala. Oh, well, I love chicken tikka masala. Delicious. What about aliens? Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, okay. Couldn't care less, honestly. I couldn't. Well, that's a weird opinion. It's one thing to not know, but to not care. I don't, care. I don't give a shit if there's aliens here. I don't know. I get it. I get the apathy. It doesn't affect your life one way or the other. They're I suppose. not putting food on my table. If you've gone through 30 years without, no, not, without knowing they're there. Yeah, so I, I get it. These guys coming down from Zorgon and stealing our jobs. They're not signing my paycheck. Uh-uh. No, sir. Oh, they might be, actually. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you never know. Who do you think controls these corporations we all work for? The lizard people. That's true. Just Google it. QAnon. It's out there. All right. What do we, uh, what, 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 or is that the whole synopsis? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I've had enough of this. Do you want to jump into the first page (laughs) of this book? Hey, before we do, how's everybody doing temperature-wise? It's really cold here today. Um. Is your house heated? Yeah, I'm feeling okay. If you hear any snaps, crackles, and pops, that's our thousand-year-old New York City heating coming on. <laughs> Nisha's nice. place is modern as hell. Hey, you're supposed to turn that off. You bark at us to turn ours off when we have it. Yeah. It's barely blowing. Oh, please. I can oh. hear it. I yeah, can hear it's, it. It's screeching like a banshee. Also, this room has been soundproofed. Has your room been soundproofed and sound-treated? I don't fucking think so. Wow, even worse. So your sound is trapped inside the room, <laughs> bouncing around the room and into your mics, into my cans? You don't, you don't understand. <laughs> It's just rude. You just don't understand. Hey, hey, hey. Well, I'm Wait, did you soundproof that? So you moved into a new apartment and you soundproofed it? Well, I mean, sort of. I, need, I can do more. I need to do more stuff to it. But yeah. What'd you do? Yeah, how'd you soundproof it? What'd you do? I got some Give cloth. Us- I got some cloth up right in front of me. Uh, famously soundproof. 
I got a big. I have a dish uh, towel hung on my wall. Hung <laughs> a bunch of. Listen, Target I'm working. Baffles. I'm working with the with what I got here. Okay. All right. I have a thick carpet on the floor. <laughs> oh, don't we know it? Oh, on the floor. I hear you. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's let's jump ahead to the first page of Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien romance by Zara Zania. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Here we go. Uh, everybody, here's the appetizer, if you will. Uh, it's the first page of Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien holiday romance. What's your preferred Thanksgiving appetizer? Rolls. Samosas. Appetizer rolls? What do you do with rolls? Rolls are at mid-dinner side. I like to dip my rolls in gravy. <laughs> you, okay. What's an app? I don't really think I'm thinking a app. cheese plate, maybe some shrimp, cheese ball crackers oh i'm sorry i didn't know someone does shrimp cocktail for thanksgiving oh buddy you better believe it i do shrimp cocktail every day of my life <laughs> cost me an arm and a leg but it's worth it for the lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> eating shrimp cocktail for the clout find me on tiktok cocktail boy <laughs> samosas i hear you ganesh that sounds good can i come with you to thanksgiving one day yeah but i'm sure my parents love to have you over i think they'd be a little confused as to why you were there but they would welcome you with open arms. They know who I am, right? They yeah, know him. You, they we've, remember had, me. You, we've had you over before. Remember me from the wedding? I was the guy who talked in the microphone that nobody liked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remember. Your dad did come up to me and, I guess, congratulate me on my speech. <laughs> I was like, I'm suspicious that you actually like this, but thank you. Nice guy. Anyway, I'm going to come eat all the samosas. Let's hear it. First page, Alien Thanksgiving. This is chapter one. You're on break next, Kelly. Dan declared with a look of boredom on his already wan face, scratching the top of a, his mop of curly auburn hair as he passed me. Oh. He approached the counter and stepped in front of the cash register, inadvertently causing me to slide over to make room for him. Thanks, Dan. I offered a sincere smile and headed to the back just as a new customer approached the counter. It was a relatively quiet afternoon with a lull in customers for this time of day, but that was somewhat customary. I worked as a barista, you see, uh, in a quaint and cozy coffee shop called Fresh Brew. Ooh. Hey, if it's called Fresh Brew, you know, they're not messing around. That's what I was going to name my coffee shop. And now I got to change it. Ooh, you could be yes, yesterday's Fresh Brew. <laughs> no, my second choice is uh, Big Guy's Beans. <laughs> Doesn't have quite the charm as Fresh Brew, but that's why it was second. What about bean salad? That doesn't make much sense for a coffee place. Now, if you're opening a salad joint, that sells coffee too? Now that makes sense. Now that we're in business, salad and coffee, the natural pair. There should be more of those. There should be more what? Beans? Places that do salad and salad coffee. coffee. If you're just your regular Joe, me a bowl of lettuce and a, a coffee black. I know we're joking, but I know that's also one of Shane's go-to meals. That is, yeah. Shane likes this the salad a, and hot coffee. A weird salad and a black coffee. Well, when you're at work, you want something light, but you want to keep going, too. <laughs> you also want, want diarrhea. Light. Nothing lighter <laughs> than a big mug of piping hot black coffee. I do that so my tummy hurts, so I get to go home every day. 
Hey, boss, my tummy hurts again. <laughs> my tum tum. You treat work. You treat work like school. You go to the nurse. I had a poopsie whoopsie. I don't feel good. <laughs> I have to go home now. And like it's fine. <laughs> You're an adult. Just leave if you want to leave. <laughs> I'm a treasure. Continue. Yeah, it would be a good idea. I, I think we all agree on that. It was all right, a little mo- on the mundane side, but it was a job and one that paid money, which was the most important aspect. It was also tucked directly into the heart of a downtown area where the Ooh. local college was situated. Nice. Okay. I- just to kind of break out of the world building here. I love how just vague it is. This is we're in the downtown area. I hate, like when people say names like, you know, Seattle or like Indianapolis. No, it's too specific. <laughs> tell me about the, tell me about the area immediately around you. We're in the arts district. This was convenient for me for a number of reasons. The top ones being that I could walk to work from my apartment. What is this? A fucking episode of house hunters. I'd like to be near downtown and the college within walking distance of my workplace. I'd like to live one block from city center, but I'd like an acre of yard and four bathrooms for under a thousand dollars a month. And one has to be an outhouse. And also if we can find it oceanfront, (laughs) we can make it work. Also a finished basement. And I'm looking to spend five grand. I want to live in the country in a, in a quaint farmhouse but my wife wants to live on the beach in a condo, which is not getting along. We're just not getting along. We want a divorce. My wife wants to live in another house for me separately. That's the subplot of every episode on that show. <laughs> my wife hates me and thinks I'm an idiot. She doesn't respect any of my decisions and I don't respect hers. We'd like two separate houses five miles apart and not see each other ever. Yeah, we're moving to a new place to save the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law has to live in my basement and my father-in-law has to live in the attic. <laughs> we keep a hose in the middle <laughs> keep a gun in my bedroom <laughs> my bedroom is required to have a gun safe <laughs> alright sorry get back into this bustling downtown scene we interrupted the top ones being that I could walk to work from my apartment which was only two blocks away and I could also walk to my classes I didn't have a car couldn't afford one so naturally walking was essential at the moment I was a struggling student emphasis on the struggling part and I was barely scraping by to make ends meet. In fact, I was on the brink of quitting grad school altogether and moving back home. Good idea. It's a scam. I know. Utter cringe fest, but I didn't feel like I had any other choice. Without money, my options were extremely limited. Hey, start a podcast. I didn't exactly want to tuck my tail between my legs and slink home to my parents' house. I was being bled dry from both the cost of grad school and my center of town apartment. It was <laughs> tiny, but it was right dead smack in the middle of town, downtown. It's home, as I say, you know, hey, it's where I lay my head. Don't get me wrong. I did my best. I tried really hard to be frugal. I was practically living on ramen noodles at this point, and I could fit all my clothes into a single closet. I go out to get ramen every night. Uh, 20 bucks a bowl at the local. <laughs> I've been doing the classic college diet, living off ramen, going down to uh, the, get some tonkatsu, <laughs> the, you know, the cheap stuff. No show you for me. However, I had an even bigger reason not to want to move home. Aside from being 26 years old and wanting to swallow my pride, I was currently nursing a broken heart. 
My asshole cheater of an ex-boyfriend thought he was God's gift to women. He and his family were part of the one percenters. You know, Ugh. the elite wealthy. Ugh. Disgusting. Ugh. Let's kill him. Let's hunt him down and cut his head off and kill his family, too. Nope. Eh. Just a suggestion. I'm not married to it. The ones who were so filthy rich that they had more money than they would ever know what to do with. You know the type? Oh, yeah. I run into those guys. Damn. Should have just sucked it up and kept it going. Get married. Get that money. Divorce. Boom. You're set. <laughs> That's what I'd do. You're a fighter. I'm a fighter? Yeah. <laughs> Famously. Yeah. Sheldon was a pretentious, spoiled, never worked a day in his life, son of an established family just like that. And I hated him. I didn't like to throw that term around loosely. The H word? Yeah. However, in this particular case, Sheldon deserved it. This was a problem in our relationship because he had never had to work for anything in his life. But not only that, he was never reprimanded for anything as a child, so he didn't know the difference between right and wrong. Or maybe he didn't, he just didn't care. It made no difference to me. I dumped his sorry ass the minute I found out he was cheating on me with Becca Pearson. Young Sheldon. <laughs> this fall. This, 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 is, uh, this is the sequel to Young Sheldon and prequel to Big Bang Theory. Jerk Sheldon. I'm not familiar with that character. Are you? His name's Sheldon, that's all I know. And he's Bazinga. Uh, he says Bazinga and he's I'm sorry, socially Bazoo? stunted. Bazooters. 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 Basimba. I think he had an Indian friend, I believe. A really stereotypical Indian guy. Weird. I don't know what that's like. How's it going over there? We had both gone to high school with Becca Pearson. She was a sad story if I ever saw one. Not in the way you're thinking, probably. She was just a lost cause. She was so desperate to find a sugar daddy at any cost that she'd do anything, including cheat with the guy who was in a serious relationship. You know who's going to come out on top here? Becca Peterson. I hated to be so unlucky in love, but I was grateful in some ways that Sheldon had cheated on me. He was basically like a toddler in an adult and usually overdressed body. Well, I left my hometown and Sheldon behind as soon as I'd gotten the acceptance letter for a graduate program uh, for anthropologic studies. At City University. <laughs> right in the downtown area, city center. It's downtown State University. It's right by the quad in the library. The, the, my mom, Amanda, was probably the person who supported me the least in these endeavors. She was still urgently trying to play Cupid to get me and Sheldon back together. I told her somewhat exhaustively that I was never, ever getting back together with Sheldon. Amanda's got those dollar signs in her eyes like a cartoon character. We're going to milk Sheldon dry. Well, let's stop there. Hey, that sounds familiar. Coming soon to a podcast app near you. Okay, well, kind of a standard fare so far. Excited for the alien to show up. Yeah. Yep, let's see it. Let's see it. Energy's high here at the Amazon Book Club. Let's take this, bottle it, take it to the 25% mark of Alien Thanksgiving. Coming up around the corner.
here we are, 25% mark, Alien Thanksgiving. Is that it? I feel like there's more words in the title, but every time I look, it's just that. Alien Thanksgiving. Alien Thanksgiving, a sci-fi alien holiday romance. I mean, that's not on the cover, so I don't count it. Alien Thanksgiving. Skip this alien over for Thanksgiving. Hope you brought the cranberry sauce. Let's eat. Is that customary? To uh, what? Bring cranberry sauce. Well, no, usually the host provides. <laughs> I don't like cranberry sauce, but it's often there. I've come around to some. It's fine. I like cranberries. I like cranberry juice. Why wouldn't I like the sauce? It's basically just like cranberry jello. Or jelly. Or gelatin. This is chapter six of Alien Thanksgiving. Thanks. I entered the Seattle University Library late in the evening. Who said Seattle? Seattle. Who said Seattle? Shane did. That was me. He knew it. When he heard downtown city center, he thought Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm brilliant. So (laughs) now I have a... I uh, have a really good, like, sixth sense of um, cities. It's true. I heard, Yeah, you're right. I heard downtown, and I was like, gotta be Seattle. Kind of like when Ganesh was going off about Outer Banks in that one episode. That's Shane in Seattle. I had a horrible thing happen to me in Seattle. What happened? Um, I fell down bowling in public, into the lane. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. And that is embarrassing. Everyone saw it's because I had taken edibles because they're legal there. So I got some edibles. <laughs> Hours later, trying to beat the heat, go, we're like, let's go bowling. And first bowl, my first throw, I you fell? fell into the lane. And there was Did this, the ball stay on your hand like a cartoon. No, I went down into the gutter. There were hushed, there were <laughs> hushed, um, hushed tones. hushed tones of concern. And my partner, she was like, She's like, do you want to stay? And I was like, well, that's the worst that could happen. So then tell me something worse happened. Uh, well, I ended up bowling probably the best game of my life. And then <laughs> uh, the first round of the the second game starts and I throw the ball backwards. And I was like, all right, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, my God. What a trip to Seattle for you. When you said something bad happened in Seattle, I just assumed that you went to that famous fish market and someone threw a fish in your face. Mm, that's stupid. No, we did stop into that market <laughs> when the edibles were really kicking in, and I was I not used to that level of feeling. And I was you were feeling you were you were touching the fish, feeling them, the scales. No, so I was sitting outside oh. waiting uh, while she went to go get some water, and I was just watching the boats <laughs> go by, and I was like, "This is so peaceful." And then this guy comes up to me like five feet away and just starts jackhammering the concrete right next to me, and I was like, "Is it awkward?" if I stay here or is it awkward if I get up and go and then she comes back and the guy's still jackhammering and she's like what are you doing? <laughs> how, how, how nice of you to not want to get up and embarrass the man jackhammering who probably couldn't give a fuck about what you were doing in that moment. How rude. That man stepped away from me while I was jackhammering. People these days in Seattle, in downtown Seattle. Yeah, I was out of my mind. You needed water, so you went to the fish market, huh? I don't know. You're like, you know where they'd have water? That's where the fish live. Surely they have buckets of it. Anyway, that was the last time doing that stuff. Drugs, marijuana, bowling, <laughs> fish, but what? All of it? Honestly, all of it. <laughs> it left a sour taste in your mouth, huh? I don't blame you. All right, what's happening here? We're in Seattle. Downtown, rainy Seattle. I prefer to study in the library as opposed to my apartment because at the library there were fewer distractions to prevent me from straying off course with my work. I could focus monumentally better at the library. 
I preferred to go to the library later in the day, whenever I had time, because it was not as crowded. And I was able to enjoy the luxury of more peace and quiet. When is Thanksgiving? Why are you still in school? Go home. I placed my headphones on my head and turned on the music app on my phone. That's my favorite app. Or after the movies and TV app. Ready to grind out the homework and studying that I had to do. I was motivated to knock it all out. This is a book written for somebody who's learning English. I had three <laughs> tests and one paper due before Thanksgiving break. And I was in the marathon stretch. I was about half an hour into my study time when my phone vibrated on the surface of the desk. It was my dad calling. I glanced around the area to make sure no one was in my near vicinity who might be disturbed if I took the call. You're going to take the call? In the library? Rude. Not in Seattle. We don't do that here. That library there is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Were you on edibles? Also, well. (laughs) Everything was terrifying. I was. Everyone we had talked to was like, go, you got to go check out the library. You got to go check it out. And we were like, that's really weird. Uh, (laughs) And then so we were just wandering around uh, all loopy. And then we see the library and we're like, let's go check it out. And it is the most crowded place I've ever seen. It was popping. It was like a party in there. Uh, It was the nicest library ever. We go up this massive escalator and there's like this installation art and there's just all these eyes on old TVs just blinking at you. And sounds like a haunted house. And then we're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And so (laughs) we look, we're like, we can't take the escalator back down because it was too freaky. So we're like, let's take the stairs and the stairs you walk out of a huge mouth. That's it's it's starting to sound to me like somebody spiked your edible. I think you might have been on acid or maybe even PCP. No, I bought it from like a barista guy. Yeah, sounds legit. No, it was at a store. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And he was like, "Which kind would you like?" And I was like, "I don't freaking know." Like, give me the strong stuff. I want to see the devil tonight. Oh, I did. Then I had to get on a plane. <laughs> Going through TSA like that is very. <laughs> How confusing. long were you on this edible? <laughs> It's like a multiple day thing. Were you in Seattle for four hours? How did you it's just like, it, was like, it was a layover. It was just an hour. <laughs> we got to Seattle, took an edible, went bowling, went to the library, got on an airplane, flew back home. Well, it was like a red eye. So like probably got on at like nine o'clock, <laughs> took it at like noon. <laughs> they last for a while. Well, and then I just, I guess maybe I was kept eating them. I don't know. What a trip. Sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. And then we stopped our flight. I had a layover in Minneapolis. And it was one hour, which I was like, oh, that's enough time to like. Go find some crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke no, that. That's like the biggest. <laughs> uh, it took a whole hour just to walk to our gate. And I. Um, yeah, that's the worst. I really had to go to the bathroom. So I was in the bathroom and the stalls have big enough where you can see out of them. That's how they do it in Minneapolis. I kept seeing all these faces, little eyes poking through the stall. And I was just like, go away, go away. Little Midwestern fucking Minneapolis snow freaks peeking into your stall. Yeah. Um, Who's that? Is that a city boy? I actually really liked Seattle. I don't know why I keep bringing up all the bad stuff. Yeah, that actually sounded pretty fun. All of it. It's, uh, none, of, none of that sounded bad. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> also, I don't know why my impression of people in Minneapolis are. Not nah, it's a city too, but Minneapolis is probably cool. They got the Mall of America. I'd like to go there. Did you happen to see that in your layover? <laughs> I took another edible. Stopped by the Mall of America. <laughs> Fell down bought the stairs. A, bought a fourteen thousand dollar massage chair at the Sharper Image. They didn't let me check it, so I had to leave it at the airport. Uh, man, falling down while bowling—I gotta say, I like some nights when I try to fall asleep. That just flashes in front of my eyes. 
It was that so embarrassing. For embarrassing. Sure. <laughs> there's some things that are just like maybe it's embarrassing, but like you're not sure. And then there's some things that are just like definitely embarrassing. And that's worse. I was so far in the lane and it's so slick that it's hard to get back up. So I'm just <laughs> scooting my butt like back to the. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. You yeah. didn't just get up. No, you scooted. Yeah, you scooted back to the to the edge of the lane. Well, I had tried to get up and I just fell because like were you in the gutter? I was close to it. If you had been in the gutter, that would be the peak embarrassing thing to happen at bowling. I don't think you probably messed up the oil patterns and everything. They had to come down and fucking re-oil that lane. Yeah. It's a it's a science to those lanes. Well, I blew it. Sounds like you left your impression on Seattle. <laughs> they still talk about the time Shane Burklow was there. Uh the falling man. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just keep reading. Just don't Google that. <laughs> You're not going to find much about Shane Burglow, but you'll see something. All righty. Uh, I'm like embarrassed all over again. Just keep reading. <laughs> Shane's stammering and stuttering and turning I'm, bright red right I'm, now, reliving I'm, his moment. Can you see me? I'm, I'm look how flush I am. I'm embarrassed. You are bright red. <laughs> <laughs> Shane just thinking of Shane just reliving that moment where he's scooting backwards on the bowling alley floor. No, it was it's it's that, and it's also the the whispers of like, oh my god. Oh my god. Is he is he okay? And then like I get up and I look around and everyone looks down or away and I'm like, you can look at me. <laughs> I had an embarrassing moment within the last year where I fell going up the stairs in the subway in Times Square, which is you know, as you can yeah. imagine, a pretty busy subway station. <laughs> I was going up the stairs and then I I hit my my foot hit a lip on the stair. Oh yeah. You know when you're falling down and you think you can catch yourself, but you just can't. The whole way down, you're like, I'm gonna catch myself until you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. I was on my back. I fell on my back. <laughs> you're on your back. <laughs> I was on my back, and the whole way down, I was kind of laughing because I was like, "This is." <laughs> That's actually the smoothest way to recover, though, is just to laugh. Yeah. Even while I was falling, I was like, "This is hilarious that this is happening to me right now." So, I, by the time I hit the ground, I was like, <laughs> just like laughing at myself. And then you know it's bad because a stranger came up to me and was like, "Are you okay?" And I just laughed in his face. I was like, I'm fine. (laughs) I just got up and walked away. That was embarrassing. When somebody comes over and talks to you as if you may be hurt. Oh, yeah. That's when you know it looked bad. Yep. Can you when's the last time you fell over? (laughs) Not a fall. I had an embarrassing city moment myself. Let's hear it. When we're still going into the city and everything. I had signed up for this free class, this free uh, gym class. And it was like a boxing class. And I was like, oh, this could could be fun. Mm. And it was like a trial, and then you sign up for like a membership or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go to this, what I thought was the intro class. And <laughs> was it not the intro? You just walked into like the championship ring. <laughs> the I guess I walked fight. into a different, a different <laughs> class, but I was just like, when I got in, I was like, is this the intro class? And I was like, yep, you're in the right place. <laughs> and then we did perhaps the hardest workout of. Uh, it's definitely the hardest workout I've ever done. It was like a minute of running on a treadmill. Then you get off the treadmill and then you do push ups, and then you're back on the treadmill for a minute and you go even faster and then you get down and you're doing more weights and there's like no breaks and like around and the class is packed and 
I, at one point I thought about leaving because I was like, I don't know if I can. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And when the guy came up to me, he's like, what? <laughs> I was just standing off the treadmill for one second. He came up to me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, my God. So I get back on the treadmill and I, fin- <laughs> I, I and to my credit, I finished the class. I changed back into my normal clothes. It's freezing outside. It's like 20 degrees. So I put on like my I got like my big down jacket and everything. And then I'm leaving. This is in the basement right outside Grand Central. And it's like in the basement. I walk upstairs. I walk up the stairs. I open the door uh, right outside this place. And I immediately puke <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like projectile? Like Yeah, I projectile vomited. <laughs> I was aiming for a trash can, but I had to run past a family with a small child yeah, welcome to, to New get York. to this trash can. Just got off the train from Connecticut. <laughs> I missed the trash can. <laughs> and I hit their toddler. Well, you know, that happens to the best of us. <laughs> I used to puke all over the place. I puked all over all over town. Not New York, but the last town till they ran me out because of all the puke. I answered my dad's call, <laughs> cupping the phone up to my ear. Hey, dad, what's up? I'm at the library trying to study for my upcoming tests. I need your help. He said, I know you have a lot on your plate, but I could really use some of your golden ticket expertise. I smiled, lightly teasing him. Dad, I know what that means. You're just trying to butter me up to get what you want. (laughs) Guilty as charged. So what do you say, sweetheart? Do you have some time to allot out of your busy schedule for your dear old pops? What does he want? What do you need help with? Sounds like a user. Paperwork. The fuck? The re- Do your own job, old man. For the repair shop? I sucked in my sharp breath. <clears throat> my favorite, how did you know? I could practically feel my dad wincing. I'm sorry, I'm desperate, he said with chagrin. My dad was 60 and owned his own auto repair business, you see. He made decent money. But I knew that he was often frustrated by his inability to provide a better life for his family. That's not something you want to hear your dad say. I don't want my dad to ever just be like, I'm desperate. Even if he is. Keep it to yourself. Damn, dude, that's harsh. Project strength. <laughs> it's rule number one of being a dad. You know, you're what's wrong with this country, dude. Yeah, I am. I'll own it. <laughs> I fucked this whole place up. And I'm okay with it. My puke and my toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and my uncoordinated trip up the stairs. <laughs> Disgusting. I hope you threw those clothes away. What clothes? That landed on the ground? Uh-huh. No, fuck that. I wore them again. <laughs> you throw away clothes that hit the ground? I would, I would consider it if I was laying on the ground in the subway station at Times Square. I was only down there for just a, about a minute. Not even. Well, Ten like seconds. Three or four minutes. <laughs> three or four minutes would be concerning. I would need an ambulance at that point. Do you throw away all the pants you wear when you sit on the subway? Well, I'm not sitting on the floor. You throw away all your shoes? You think the seats are that much better? That's what I think. Do you have people... This may be gross, okay? I'll own it, though. Some people have this thing where if you come in your house wearing clothes from the outside, you can't, like, sit on your furniture or, like, lay on your bed because those are, like, outside clothes. Do you have that rule? With the bed. It's not, like, a, a hard and fast rule, but it's something that I'm definitely cognizant of. I mean, I definitely don't go to sleep, like, in my <laughs> out-and-about clothes, but if I were to come home and sit on my bed for a minute, I wouldn't be like, ew, I got my outdoor germs on my bed. I'm not going to lie, 95% of the time, the moment I come home from somewhere... You're butt-ass naked. I'm, t- I'm taking my clothes <laughs> off. Actually, I mean, I'm putting other clothes on, but... You know, an hour or two later, sure. Yeah, I know that sounds right. Well, mostly shoes. 
at the height of COVID, I'd come in and uh, she would Lysol me down, <laughs> spray me down. Not a bad, not a bad habit to get into. Uh, damn, you're getting free hose downs. Yeah. Kanisha has to pay for those. <laughs> <laughs> Craigslist. Um, okay. I often wondered whether my dad wouldn't feel as inferior if Sheldon had never been my boyfriend. Sheldon was richer than sin. And I felt like part of my dad viewed him with jealousy. Unlike my mother, my dad never really seemed to care for Sheldon or his pompous attitude. My dad meant well. He really did. He was kind-hearted and loyal, a noble patriarch of our family, with or without the money involved. But he was desperate and poor. <laughs> God, leave it rest. <laughs> my desperate daddy. That's a book. Oh, uh, yeah? It must be. What's it about? I don't know. Let me Google it. Hold on. Desperate. I think you're going to get some other stuff that comes daddy. up. Daddy. Uh, here we go. Desperate for Daddy, an erotic romance novella. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no, uh, no, no. That's Desperate for Daddy. You're honey, talking about a desperate daddy. Honeypot book one. We're going to read Desperate for Daddy next week. Put it on no, the calendar. No, nope. I just bought it. Don't worry about it, Dad. I don't mind doing it. But can't wait until tomorrow. It's getting pretty late. And I really need to study. Can I come in the morning? I promise I'll be there first thing. Sure, that's fine, honey. It could wait until then. I was never one to disappoint my dad. They were both yawning. But I couldn't really commit to going out there tonight. Besides, it was an hour drive. I had to be able to plan for these things. And I was grateful that my dad understood such. The rest of this page is just kind of figuring out the logistics of when she's going to get there. <laughs> you want to skip ahead? Let's stop there. Most of this section was us just talking about us falling over and puking. So I think that's... we got enough in there. Do you see Shane frozen in mid yawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a great image. I'm going to screenshot this. <laughs> Shane, are you gone? Can you hear us? I hope his computer didn't crash. Hey, Karumba. All righty. Um, one of these days, the alien's going to show up, and we're going to have some Thanksgiving hijinks. Hopefully, it's here at the 50% mark of Alien Thanksgiving. Dokie, here we are, 50% mark of Alien Thanksgiving. Let's hope they're at the table with the titular alien. Kanisha, I'm digging this new look of uh, all black with the chain. Look like you're in Boys to Men.
I'm over here with a freaking electric heated blanket on my lap, like Franklin Roosevelt. Aww. <laughs> it's chilly. Hell yeah. A little, little cold over there in your apartment. Too cold. Is your window open? No, I closed it. Oh, that's good. Like to keep the heat in. Oh yeah. This time, this this time of year. This is the fifty percent mark of yeah 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 Alien mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. My palms were sweaty as I opened my apartment door later. He'd picked me up as we had agreed, but I'd kept quiet for most of the ride, <laughs> unsure of what to say. What are you driving? Is that a flying saucer? Let me, let me hop in. Now we stood just inside my apartment and I gave him a timid smile. He returned it with a coy, uncertain one of his own. Hi, I said. Hi. He didn't make an effort to walk further into my room until I moved aside to let him in. I closed the door and we stood face to face, staring at each other as if we had to learn to get to know each other all over again. Come in, I gestured him to follow me to the couch. I sat down and peered up at him expectantly. Apparently, I was going to have to keep giving him instructions. (laughs) Go ahead and sit. I pointed to the empty spot next to me on the couch. This is like, although when I meet new people, I just stand there. (laughs) You follow directions obediently. Okay, Mm -hmm. I will sit. Are you jackhammering? Oh, I'll just wait. <laughs> Shane the alien learning how to be a human. Should I step away from the jackhammer? Or is this a greeting? Is he trying to mate with me? I knew my rigidity around him added salt to the wound. He looked like he was in physical pain. I felt guilty reminding myself that I agreed to meet him and to set the record straight. And that's exactly what I intended to do. This isn't the alien, is it? It's Sheldon. No, this is the alien. Oh. So, I said, taking a deep breath, trying to smile through the apprehension. I planted my hands on my knees and gave Carlisle an expectant glance. Uh, I guess you're here to talk about what I saw last night? Ooh, what did she see, though? His huge alien dick. Or, no, his butts. That's the same thing in alien sex. Mm. Dick butts. (laughs) Okay, all right. Sorry, all right? Fuck it. I apologize. After a hundred some episodes, it's time for me to chill out and stop talking about dicks and butts all the time. I expect the quality to improve with the name change. Well, you better step up your game, Austin. You're going to have to temper those expectations. Me? Yeah, I'm looking at you. I can't tell. Shane's over here telling heartfelt stories about his life. Yeah, about the time he did drugs and fucking fell over to bowling alley. <laughs> what do we get from you? This dick butt? Yeah. Hey, work, you got to work with what you got. And I got dick butt. Are you guys going to get a makeover for the new show? I, did, I already did a big one. Hey, Ganesh looks good. He trimmed his beard. Yeah. Did you get a haircut? No. Is that you still have long hair? It looks like you have short hair right now. It's the headphones, dude. Pull it out. Let's whip out the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> wow. right. Damn. You kind of look like Prince. That better? I can see that. You look like uh, the, the, above your neck is a 90s grunge singer. And below your neck <laughs> is a 90s R&B singer. <laughs> <laughs> You're somehow pulling off both looks. That's the look I'm going for, dude. It looks pretty good. Bangs. Never thought I'd see you with them. And I, uh, I can't get enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. Makeover. Yeah. Maybe I'll hit the salon before we uh, switch over to the new brand. We should do a remote spa day together. We should. I should get Botox. Ooh. I need to tighten up these cheeks. <laughs> I'm looking too loose. I was thinking of getting some of the fat from my belly injected into my butt. <laughs> Hey, now he's talking butt. <laughs> and my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you do you, man. As long as the pants still fit. 
Well, yeah, I can't wait for this new rebrand. Things that this show is going to be so much better. <laughs> the fans are really going to notice a difference when I say a different name at the beginning, and then we still talk about all this stupid shit. Well, anyway, what'd she see? What did, what freaked alien bullshit did she see? Carlisle's cheeks blushed to a rosy shade. His uh, eyes flickered which down. Which cheeks are we talking about? The dick butt. His eyes flicked, <laughs> flickered downward to his lap. His body language was <laughs> stiff and guilty, like he wanted to confess something. I was ready and waiting, but I was shocked when the opposite came out of his mouth. You were tired. I understand. What? I gawked at him in disbelief. Carlisle met my gaze. Maybe you had more to drink than you thought. Wow, he's a gaslighter. And you were seeing things. The blood rushed so fast to my brain that I got an angry head rush. How dare you accuse me of being drunk? I know what I saw. I'm not crazy. I saw that dick butt. I saw all three of them, all right? And they were huge. Just allow me to explain. You keep saying that, I declare with some impatience, but you aren't doing it. Carlisle licked his lips nervously and tried to inch closer to me. I stiffened and moved further away. <laughs> I wish I had a gif of Shane just doing that into the camera. Terrifying. He's doing what? That's what he was doing at the bowling alley while he's on the ground writhing around. <laughs> yeah. They would have called the cops if I didn't. They'd be like, oh, there's Hannibal Lecter. He's bowling. I should have exclaimed something. <laughs> Yeah, what could you have said to have made that better? Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> oopsie doopsie is good for any situation. I slept. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I was sleepwalking. I just woke up. <laughs> what happened? Who woke me up? How did I get here? Kelly. What? Go on, Ganesh. I asked, perhaps a little too sharply. Are you sure what you saw was real? I gave him a baffled look. I couldn't close my jaw if I tried. You, you can't be serious right now. I am serious. Carlisle's gaze didn't wave me off. I swallowed hard and I gave him an intense stare down. If we were having a staring contest, I, I would reign supreme. Wow, beautifully read. You're a regular Lawrence Olivier. So, are you going to deny it then? Deny what? He shook his head quizzically. Don't pretend you don't know what, I, what occurred last night, I said, tightening my jaw with a snug lock. It was clear that he was going to stick to his story and not confess whatever the hell weirdness occurred last night. Just say it. Just just say what happened. Please tell us. Tell us. I stood up feeling irritable. All right. Well, I can see where this is going. What? Carlisle frowned, peering up at me with torment flickering in his eyes. He was starting to panic. I don't like being lied to, especially by guys I'm dating. I've been through this shit before. I don't have the tolerance for it anymore. Okay, Carlisle said. He stood up, too, holding his hands defensively by his sides. Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you want to hear. Don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me the truth. Well, the truth is, my name is not Carlisle. It's Khalil. I am an anthropologist. That much about me is true. Are you an alien? I asked. Well... I suppose to you, I might be considered a foreigner. You have a British accent, but that doesn't mean you're from Great Britain. Foreign could mean a lot of different things. I study the kings. <laughs> we all learned the king's English up on Zorban. Look, I said, <laughs> deciding to throw him a bone. I invited you to Thanksgiving and you said yes. Those are the facts. I didn't know what that word meant because I'm an alien. <laughs> thought that's what you called sex. We don't know each other that well yet. That much is clear after last night. But I'm I'm willing to give you a chance. 
hey, let's get let's give it a shot. This is an De- awkward little scene. She's desperate, just like daddy. <laughs> I don't want to hold you back. Tell me everything, and I promise to listen without judgment. Let's go for full disclosure here. Well, I was born in a brood of wet eggs, and I hatched <laughs> and ate all my siblings to become strong. Now I'm here, hanging out and having a lot of Thanksgiving. You know my weaknesses, <laughs> with Sheldon especially, so now let your guard down for me. I want to admit to you, to make you feel more comfortable, that last night I saw you for who you really are. Three dick butts. It didn't make me afraid. It didn't make me afraid. It made me excited. Ooh. I had no idea what compelled me to do what I did next, but it was an unstoppable force of nature that swept me off my feet, knocking the breath from my lungs. I floated across the room as if my legs were independent from the rest of my body. Sounds like mind control to me. I snatched Carlisle by the collar and pressed my lips to his intergalactic smooch sesh. Oh, man. The world melted away. Galaxies collided. Oh, yeah. Fireworks <laughs> exploded around us. Oh, do you hear them? It's beautiful. Oh, that's just my me breaking wind. <laughs> Sorry, those are my alien farts. <laughs> I ate a couple squirrels today out in the yard. My life flashed before <laughs> my eyes. The way he massaged his tongue with mine. Ugh, his little split lizard tongue. <laughs> wrapping around mine, yanking it out of my mouth. It's like a little sharp bird tongue. <laughs> his bird was pecking at mine. The way his lips felt like an exotic paradise brushing against my mouth. Like the tips of a butterfly wings. <laughs> they were little wings. That was his afternoon snack. As things began to get hot and heavy. Oh dear. Carlisle's skin began to darken to blue. He's getting horny. <laughs> Damn, so on the cover when he's bright blue cutting that turkey. He's horny as hell, dude. He's, this guy's <laughs> about to fuck that turkey. He's about to pop. <laughs> Watch out. All three of my dick butts are about to get. <laughs> Shoot off. Hope you guys got a mop. Everybody, it's like a Gallagher show. You gotta break out the tarp. His black hair grew out from the roots as blue. His muscular frame bulged. And the clothes ripped from his body. Today he's incredible hulking here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't help it. There's no need to apologize for being who you really are, I said, boldly maintaining eye contact with them. I couldn't look at the rest. I couldn't stand the sight of the rest of them. By the way, Ganesha's reading this while sitting in a bright blue room. <laughs> yes. Ganesha's bathed in blue light in honor of this. I'm in my own space cube. It's just, you're so beautiful. The way you kiss me like that, it erases the human guise I have in place. You don't need it, I said. Unfortunately, I do. I don't think the Earth is ready to see me in my true form. They might not be as, a, as accommodating and as so kind as you have been. Oh, I fucked that all up because his voice was the only thing that didn't seem to alter in his physical form. <laughs> well, I didn't notice. Aside from being slightly deeper, his broad oh. shoulders were rugged and masculine. Hell yeah. That sounds hot. And from zero to hero. Mm. The only article of clothing remaining on his body was his boxer shorts. <laughs> this is Garfield boxers. 
And I got three lumps in it. <laughs> I got three flaps on these, custom made. I tried not to stare at the turned on bulges between his legs. Bulges. But but Bulge. it was difficult not to let my curious eyes wander where they wanted to go. Oh my God. Austin, you called it. I called it. This guy's got many dicks. I respect you more now that you've revealed your true self to me. I like this side of you much better. I do want to know why you hid yourself from me for so long. Well, I'm an alien. I didn't want to risk ruining what we had. Although I must admit, I'm relieved that you have been so receptive to my true form. I didn't want to scare you, that's all. I guess if this keeps happening, I'm going to need new clothes. (laughs) Huh. Get him like a big uh, Snuggie. (laughs) Can't pop out of that. He should just walk around in a full body Elmo costume. Nobody will ever know. Let's stop there. Okay. That was sexy. Yeah, a little too. (laughs) <laughs> too much yeah getting sweaty over here all right hey that's great so hopefully someday soon it's thanksgiving mm-hmm. and we'll see this guy at the table carving the turkey with uh one of his little scissor hands <laughs> um all right you want to let's 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 jump let's jump ahead now to the 75 percent mark of alien thanksgiving mark of alien thanksgiving take it away the interaction with the patrol officers went surprisingly seamlessly they arrested sheldon after taking our statements what did what did sheldon do who cares i want to hear more about this sexy alien's hot blue body i explained to the officers that sheldon had become confrontational and drunk uh and he was trying to aggressively fight carlisle with zero provocation damn Carlisle got the last laugh and planted a little alien fetus inside Sheldon's body, popped out at the Thanksgiving table. The police seemed to believe our story, especially since Sheldon had given Carlisle a partial black eye, but Sheldon had no assault wounds of his own. Since our stories corroborated, the police hold Sheldon off to jail to sleep off the drinks. Do you know who I am? I'm Sheldon. Son of Sheldon's father, the billionaire. They advised us that we would have 48 hours after his arrest to decide whether we wanted to drop the charges against Sheldon. It was a miracle that the family went along with our story. My mom probably wanted discretion simply for the fact that she didn't want gossip around the town about a about a big blue alien being traced back to her. I wonder what happened. I would love to know. He went buck wild and like transformed into alien super freak at Thanksgiving and whoop Sheldon's ass. It sounds like Sheldon put a lick on him. Hey, Sheldon got, hey, props to Sheldon. Got a big ass fucking alien attacking you. You gave him a black eye. Not too bad. This would annoy me under normal circumstances, but I needed her discretion this time, so I did not protest. There was one little hiccup that happened during the police questioning. Enley called Carlisle. It couldn't have happened at the worst time. He stepped away to privately take the call. I stayed with the family on the porch to make sure they weren't going to sabotage my perfect story. When Carlisle came back to my side a few minutes later, he looked pale and troubled. Is everything okay? 
I whispered when we got a moment alone. Oh, Enley is pissed at me, Carlyle said with a distraught sigh. He grazed his fingers through his jet black human hair. He knows, he knows about the fight with Sheldon. Where to get that piece? Scalped a guy. I'll take this. You don't need it. Whenever my human suit is compromised, it sends a warning signal to a tablet in his possession. So he knows about your true identity being revealed to my entire family. That's just great. Oh. He's on the app. Human suit app. <laughs> I was connected to Bluetooth and it pinged my, my handler. <laughs> now he knows. Could anything else go wrong? It seemed like each time we tried to d- deter the conflict, we experienced a blow, a pushback that was even stronger than the first. He commanded me to use the memory erase beam on everyone. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Let's give that a shot. It's a special device I keep with me at all times, just in case. All I have to do is shine the beam in their eyes. It's like a laser pointer. Bam, that'd be so quick. Bam, 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 bam. We had a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Bam. Could have used that at the bowling alley. <laughs> you trip and fall in the bowling alley and immediately get up and just shoot little laser beams in everybody's eyes. No, I just turn it on me. It's <laughs> just for you. I just bowled a strike. I gave him a contemplative glance, suddenly remembering the flash of light that had occurred after Sheldon had been knocked to the floor. Are you going to do it? I will support you either way. Carlisle cast a skeptical glance over his shoulder at my family members, most of whom were still outside on the porch getting fresh air, trying to decompress from the stressful ordeal. He focused his attention back to me. Authentic kindness shimmered in his electric blue eyes. Mm. Smoldering. Carlisle's expression was stoic and accepting. He had a bigger heart than I deserved. Three of them. Pumping a lot of that blue alien blood right to his Three huge things. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. You, you know what? Let's stop there. We'll be better than this. I'm committing. You're to not it right sorry. Now. You're not sorry at all. I mean, I'm sorry that I can't illustrate it for the listener. You should be able to see these dicks. All the excitement and chaos from the afternoon had finally wound down and I allowed myself to relax somewhat. The dust had settled and most of the tension from the fight and the alien reveal had fizzled out. We were sitting in the living room as a family. Carlisle included. I sat with him at the edge of the fireplace hearth. He was still wearing his human identity. Uh, Well, I preferred him the other way. But of course, this way was easier for everyone to handle. Wait, is him being an alien just him being ripped in blue? Yeah, I guess. He's wearing like human skin, like a suit. Yeah, but it seems like his alien form is just kind of a human, but blue. Human, but blue and ripped. I guess. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Like a blue Hulk. Exactly. With. Go on. Well, I thought you were going to say it. Say what? Everyone had an adult beverage in hand, but probably to help themselves to get through this difficult conversation. But hey, it was still Thanksgiving after all. I was determined to enjoy myself with my date no matter what. Carlisle was patient with my family members, kindly and politely answering their questions with as much guidance <laughs> and ease as possible. Do you have sweet potatoes possibly. on your planet? Because <laughs> we have some right here if you want to try them. Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't care for them. Let's stop there. Oh, really? We just finally got to some Thanksgiving action. 
All right, I'll Not keep even, going. Yeah, I want to hear more if they get it into like the dishes. He was uh, patient. Uh, they seemed willing to accommodate him. I was surprised at their welcoming behavior, but I wasn't complaining. Carlisle was in his element, even though he was in a strange and unfamiliar environment. <laughs> my element is Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm really in my element at Thanksgiving. I travel to every planet right on their Thanksgivings. <laughs> this is the best Thanksgiving in all of the universe. Earth. You got the best one. He stayed positive, even if the odds seemed to be against him in the beginning. Slowly but steadily, those odds began climbing the more and more he laid on the charm. Ooh. They were buying his authenticity, and it relieved me to see everyone finally getting along without that jerk Sheldon in the picture. It was late at night. We got rid of him before we jumped into this page. I don't need Sheldon in my life. I want more of this handsome, stoic, kind of sexy god. I imagine he just picked Sheldon up by the hair. And walked him out to the trash can and put him in and put the lid on. Yep. And he, he dusted his hands off and said, just took out the garbage. It was late at night and everyone was exhausted. Fatigue hung over us like a heavy cloak. But Carlisle persevered. He didn't run out of steam. And that impressed me. Mm, time for pumpkin pie, it sounds like. Most of the questions asked of Carlisle by my family, I'd already heard the answers to. Mainly because I'd asked him myself when we were alone. Max was the one doing most of the asking. And he seemed completely fascinated by everything Carlisle had to say. Do you guys got Nikes on that planet? So, uh, the satellite is connected to your disguise. We're an Under Armour planet. But the disguise is not immune to your emotions, Max asked. That's right, Carlisle nodded. Unfortunately, I'm at the mercy of my emotions. We haven't been able to figure out the kinks of the suit and how to make it withstand that under emotional pressure. So, basically... You're the Hulk. Hell yeah. Max is on the same page as us. If something sets you off, you turn into an angry blue giant. Unlike the Hulk who turns green. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. I said, here we go. <laughs> oh, here, here we go again with my blue alien boyfriend. Max, don't be insensitive. So I got to ask you, who do you like better? Eric Bana, Edward <laughs> Norton, or Mark Ruffalo? You a Ruffalo guy? You like Ruffalo? You guys get Ruffalo up there on your planet? <laughs> Let's stop there. I don't think there's any Thanksgiving food coming. Boo. But okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm just going to imagine that they had a sweet potato casserole, mm -hmm. uh, cranberry sauce, stuffing, uh, maybe green bean casserole. What else do you guys do? What do you, I mean. Turkey? No, no, no. <laughs> you try. What do you do? Ham? Turkey's, turkey's the worst part of Thanksgiving. It that's is. universal, right? Yeah. Bad meat. If they just replaced it with rotisserie chicken, Oof. Thanksgiving would soar. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you like turkey? Why is that shocking? Because it's bad. It's the worst meat. It sounds like someone's never had a, a nicely prepared turkey in their life. A well-prepared turkey is not as good as a well-prepared any other meat. Are you including the gravy in the turkey? No. But okay. I mean, yeah, I do put gravy on Well, that. that's what I'm saying, dude. And it's not just about the turkey. The turkey's a vehicle for all the sides. No, the turkey should be the, the the meat should be the star of the show. No, that's old. That's old thinking, dude. Yeah, that's the worst part about Thanksgiving. The sides are so elevated; they can just do their own thing. Hundred percent. Nothing better than a Christmas ham. Give me a ham. Mm, love it. You ever do like a duck? I've had duck. I've had turducken. Wow, that's a little different. That's a little decadent. <sighs> All right, what is this? Was it? Was that seventy five? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. We're breezing through. Not really. We're at an hour and a half on the, <laughs> on the recording here. Uh, all right. 
let's wrap this baby up. Let's uh, let's hope we get some sexy stuff here in the last page of uh, Alien Thanksgiving. Here we are. The end. We've reached the end. The end of the line of the best book I've ever heard in my life. Alien Thanksgiving. Ganesh, will you finish this up for us? Here's the moment we've all been waiting for, folks. Later, while while we sat around the dinner table together. Oh, we had, we weren't even at dinner before? When did Sheldon get thrown out? Fucking appetizers? Can you two just shut up so we can get okay. to this part? Me, Mum, and Carlisle got to bond. I guess Ganesh has to talk. Shut up, Ganesh. Let's just let's feel the book. My mom and Carlisle got to bond even further because after he had asked about the origin and development of the tradition of Thanksgiving, my mom was the first one to dive into the explanation. Your mom just unloaded a bunch of bullshit on this guy. Well, Columbus came over in 1492 and they met the Indians at a Plymouth Rock. And the Indians were very <laughs> nice to to the to the people that came over and they were all best friends. And they're still friends to this day. And everybody had a buckle on their shoe and their hat. But not around their waist. And we ate maize. And John F. Kennedy Jr. is alive. Yeah, and he said, by the end of this decade, we will send a man to Jamestown. And they did. Oh, they did. Every now and then, me or Max would contribute to the conversation, adding a tidbit or two of facts and information. When it was time to break the wishbone. (laughs) Well, we committed a historical genocide against the native population. Okay, enough of the origin story, please. Let's just eat. But it was time to break the wishbone. Max held it out for display across the table. Who wants it? I think Carlisle should do it, (laughs) I said. Carlisle better eat this wishbone whole or I'm going to be pissed. He gulps it down. That's a good idea. It can be the start of a brand new tradition every year. You should break it with him, Dad. I suggested with a smile. My dad shrugged humbly. If he wants me to, well, I'd be honored. Carlisle grinned, having just heard the explanation of what the wishbone-breaking tradition meant for Americans. What does it what mean does to it Americans? Mean? I don't know. <laughs> you get a wish if you get the longer or shorter bone. I, don't I think if you get the longer bone, you you get the wish, and it comes true. And the other person is cursed. Until next year. Remember, I encouraged, make a wish. If you get the bigger half, your wish will come true. I pat him lightly on the back. Good luck. He and my dad sat across from each other, each one holding determined expressions. Playful, of course. (laughs) And each one gripping either side of the wishbone. One, two, three, pull. Carlisle yanked dad's arm clean off his body. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know my own strength, sir. Still getting used to this human suit. Max declared with a gleam of anticipation in his eyes. Men lightly tugged and with a crack, the wishbone snapped in half. Carlisle looked stunned to get the bigger half, and everyone clapped. Yay. Congratulations, darling. What did you wish for? Darling. Complete destruction of Earth. (laughs) I wish to harvest your children for fuel. Carlisle's features were brushed with melancholy for a moment. I wished that I could continue having a whole human family to get to know, uh, and who will accept me for what I am, and that my relationship with you, Kelly... We'll continue to thrive. I smiled and I kissed him softly. That's too many wishes. But kisser. But yeah, this guy's really sucking up. I wish for the same. Well, you didn't have a wishbone, so who cares? Well, I have good news for both of you. 
my dad said with a bright smile as he raised his glass for a toast. Everyone else followed suit for the example of our family patriarch. Your wish is going to come true, son. My heart swelled with elation as my dad referred to him affectionately as son. Didn't they just have their first date like a week ago? Pump the brakes. You gotta lock this guy down. Yeah, he's a catch. I mean, even if... Three? Can you imagine all the things you can do (laughs) with three? Yeah, that's right. The three the combinations are endless. Uh huh. That's you're right about that. All right. I guess I don't blame her. Do you think he braids it like a like a? <laughs> like a <laughs> that's how it. Nat- that's its natural resting position is braided like a like a bread. Uh, dude, this is we are. This is good that the Amazon book club is ending. <laughs> Listen, I get it. We got some bread. We got bread on the brain. Yeah, ain't sure. nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm thinking about. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Like for peeing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well. It's going to be unwieldy when you pee with those three things. We were finally in a position to enjoy each other and bond as a family. What else could anyone want? Thanksgiving hadn't exactly started out on the right foot, but now that the drama had been dealt with, it was all smooth sailing and joy on the horizon. Yay. Sheldon died in prison. <laughs> there is an epilogue that I will not read. <laughs> wow, dude. All right. Fuck it's it. too long. I guess that's fine with me. It looks like six months uh, and they're still together. Six months later, things are getting tense. Carlisle doesn't wash the dishes. They bought a house. They bought a house. Uh-huh. After six months. This sucker came down to earth and immediately bought into like the uh, a mortgage. <laughs> well, if he can't pay, he can just leave the planet that's true <laughs> sorry right, sorry honey i'm out of money I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna zip on out of here okay well that was fun happy thanksgiving to those freaks uh do, uh, do you want to cast this as a movie oh there is one interesting thing in the epilogue he stopped wearing his human suit oh okay everybody's just cool with that everyone's cool sounds good man pretty chill that's what it's all about that's that's thanksgiving for you what do you want to cast? Let's cast this. Who plays uh, Kelly? What do we go? Carlisle. Who plays Kelly? Okay. Kelly is played by Amanda Pete. Oh, okay. I accept. Uh, Ganesh, are you sleeping? What's going on over there? What? The alien is Jason Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> what a cast. And Sheldon, Sheldon is Jack Black. Wow. None of this can be argued with. When I was thinking of Sheldon, I was thinking of the rich boyfriend from Full House. Mm, that's good. Nelson. Oh, what about a young judge, Ryan, um, uh, Hold. Ryan Hold? <laughs> yeah, sure. What about old Judge Ryan Hold? Sure. How about middle-aged Judge Ryan Hold from the Santa Claus? Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's that's a vintage Ryan Hold. I don't think there's other people in this book. The dad is played by the uh, little old man puppet that Jeff Dunham uses. That's my casting for that one. And the mom is played by... Suzanne Summers. Okay, yeah. Well, if that's the case, then the dad's got to be Patrick Duffy, step-by-step style. All right, that's it. That's it. That's the episode. That's your Thanksgiving treat. Everybody, have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed it. hope everybody has a nice uh, time around the table with... Well, actually, no, you shouldn't be <laughs> seeing your family at all because there's a pandemic <laughs> happening. Stay at home. I hope you have a terrible Thanksgiving. That's my wish for you this year. Yeah, stay home. And if you insist on seeing your family... Wear a mask 
and don't cough in their mouths. Or just be smart about it. Or maybe if you don't like him and you want him dead, <laughs> go pay him a visit. One, yet again, just an announcement here. Within the next few weeks, Amazon Book Club will be rebranding as Let's, Let's Stop There. Stop you will there. see that update in your RSS feeds and your podcast apps and your social media. Oh, I keep hearing. Don't be. A- I keep hearing the name. Let's Stop There. Let's Stop There. I'm, I'm tired of it. Yeah, me too. Let's think of something else. Let's rebrand again in, in February. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. He's got some fresh art for the new podcast. It's going to look good. Going to have some new merch up. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to you for listening. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. For the time being, you can find us at AMZN Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can s- subscribe to our Patreon. $5 a month, you get extra episodes. A- uh, Patreon.com slash AMZN Book Club. And now offering, we're offering a annual membership. So for those of you who want to pay um, almost as much as a subscription to Netflix for a year and get significantly less content. You're not selling it. Bad sales job. Well, you should get two Netflix accounts then and give one to a friend and watch The Queen's Gambit. (laughs) It's really good. That's what I'd recommend instead of subscribing to this podcast. Go watch The Queen's Gambit. If you want to give us a phone call, you can. What's our phone number again? 567-309-0357. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. We will play it on the episode. Haven't had a voicemail in a while. We're desperate for new friends and uh, would love to hear from one of you. Even just to tell us off. Just three desperate daddies waiting for their phone call from... Desperate daddies. Damn, that should be the name of the podcast. All right, we we'll, we gotta we gotta sleep on this. Okay, that's it. Everybody have a great holiday. We'll be back uh, before Christmas, and boy howdy, we're gonna finally do it. We're reading the Bible, folks. Say your prayers. All of December is gonna be the Bible. The whole Bible. <laughs> it's gonna be twelve hour episodes once a week. Just kidding. We will read some of the Bible. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>